Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven fempreneurs learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Turn your dreams into actionable, marketable, and profitable plans and make your business irresistible. Welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I greatly thank you for your valuable time that you're sharing with me to learn how to grow into a bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident fempreneur. Before I get into um, greeting our guest and introducing you to someone very, very special to me, um, I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners who was gracious enough to write a rating and review on iTunes. And I would love for anybody who gets value from this podcast to shout it from the rooftop so that other women know that they can really work on their businesses and their empowerment through um, what we teaching this podcast. So Dreaming153 says, thank you. Thanks for all of the bombshell advice you offer here, Amber. I'm working my way through your archives from the very beginning and every episode is packed with great advice. I'm so grateful. Dreaming153, I am so grateful for you because you are the entire reason why I do this. Um, It's not like I just love getting into technical things and trying to do a podcast. I was laughing about that with uh, my guest just a second ago. But what I do love is seeing people like you taking action and taking this content and doing something with it so that you can share your gifts with the world and serve other people. That's amazing. So without further ado... I'm going to give you like the professional bio and then I'm going to give you the Amber bio. (laughs) I have the fabulous Michelle Moore with us today. Um, She is the founder of Real Estate Coaching Simplified and she is the author of best-selling book, Selling Simplified, 55 Fast Tips to Jumpstart Your Real Estate Business. She's earned over 40 sales, leadership, and literary awards. Currently, she travels the country as an inspirational and motivational speaker, sales trainer, and leadership coach, and is an award-winning author. Michelle is also the host of The Power of Real Estate, so you all need to dive in. And uh, if you're real estate folks, you need to uh, subscribe to her. She is now a podcast officially. So that is amazing as um, she's been doing a radio show for quite some time now. She's a speaker for God Crazy Freedom Women's Conferences and helps encourage and equip aspiring authors to fulfill the calling in their lives to write and publish books they called to, they were called to write. I can't read today. So that's her official bio, which is very, very impressive. Um, but the Amber bio is she is somebody who lives in my area like literally five minutes from me. Um, if that, and she does kind of what I do. And that totally freaked me out. And I've been sitting on my book for quite some time and I knew I was going to do it in 2017. And Michelle, I just, I just say, God sent me a salesperson to like get me off the stick to do it. <laughs> so Michelle's been a great encouragement to me. Um, we definitely are tight friends, uh, business accountability partners, um, women of faith who who share life together. And I couldn't be more proud to introduce you to Michelle Moore. Welcome, Michelle. (laughs) Thanks, Amber. Are you out of breath yet? No. no. (laughs) Can you imagine? um, So we're going to travel together. And my husband was like, well, you know, it's really not that long of a drive, especially when you and Michelle get to talking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we won't have a a hard time at all. (laughs) So we're going to try to um, keep this to that 30-minute Mark, but um, you know, send prayers our way. So today we are going to talk about selling because when I say this girl knows how to sell, I mean this girl knows how to sell. And so it's obviously my show isn't 
just for real estate agents. Um, it's for everyone, uh, female entrepreneurs to begin with. And I think sometimes there's just kind of like some um, mental blocks with selling. So I was hoping today that of your 55 fast tips, we could zero in on maybe the most important ones that bombshells could embrace. Mm. Well, my first question is, since I'm on the podcast, does this make me an official bombshell? Oh, yeah. You are a bombshell. <laughs> like you, you, you just embody bombshell. Absolutely. Okay. So you may refer to me as bombshell Michelle. That's right. Bombshell Michelle. <laughs> All right. Moving forward. Um, okay. So, and I will only answer to that too as well. <laughs> Noted. Okay. So. Changing my iPhone contact now. Okay. Thank you. Um, so talking about selling simplified and talking about selling, you're so funny too because I remember you saying, oh my gosh, you're such a salesperson. Um, but um, yeah, so asking me to pick, uh, what, five, seven different uh, of my fast tips is like asking me to pick five or seven of my favorite children. But uh, what I would say is I can do it. It's going to be tough because I do have 55 of them. And so, uh, but uh you know, there are some things, of course, as you know, being uh, who you are, you know that there are some things that you just absolutely have to do. Yeah. And so that's, I guess, what you're really saying is yeah. kind of pick what, you know, what you just can't live without kind yeah. of stuff. And so, um, and I talk with a lot of people who, and my background's in leadership as well. And so I talk with a lot of people that aren't in real estate and a lot of small, real small businesses, maybe multi-level marketers mm-hmm. a lot of time as well. And I find that they don't have any sales experience uh, or really even any business experience, so to speak. But, um, but you make such a great point, Amber, when you say that sometimes, um, you know, people just have that mental block and you know somehow sell, being a salesperson or um, selling is a bad thing people yeah. think oh my gosh I'm just you know like a used car salesman it feels or icky or unauthentic or yeah um, I know that I struggled very early on not anymore <laughs> but I struggled very on uh, early on with no dealing with no the the rejection you know, that sort of thing. I think it's pretty common for women. Well, and so that kind of does lead me, you don't know this yet, but my first thing I would say is fast tip number one. And all of the fast tips are in an order in the book. The book earned an international award in business and finance books. And, um, and so one of the details that I did was I put the fast tips in some type of an order for me. So what made sense to me and to me just personally as well, but I felt like you have to correct your mindset when I got in. So it's funny you talk about no, because when I got into the business, that's exactly what happened to me. I was so afraid of no. And what I ended up realizing is, look, this isn't about me personally. I don't own this home. I don't, I didn't build it. I, you know, I didn't design it. Uh, I'm not an architect. And so when they say no, it's not personally like, okay, they didn't like me. And so I had to just go, okay, I know the national statistics are that uh, I'm going to close one out of 10 people that walk through the threshold of my model home. And I was closing three out of 10. So I was three times at the time, I was three times the national average. So I should be really excited, right? Yeah. But I was taking those no's really high. I'm a high D on the, on the <laughs> disc profile, but she I have is. a very high I as well. And a very high I needs to be liked. And I certainly have that part of my personality type. So I was like, oh, they don't like me. And so I got over that real quick. Um, well, and you know, you say that, it wasn't your home, you know, you weren't the brick mason or whatever, but um, a lot of bombshells are service providers. So they might be attorneys, they might be a lot, so many, I mean, so many people uh, that listen to the show are in the beauty industry. So they might be hairdressers or massage therapists, or they own a spa or salon. 
um, maybe they're in wellness or the personal trainer. So when somebody says no to their quote product, they really are saying no to that person. Yeah. And so what I did was I said, look, okay, I put my mind on the other person and said, okay, at the end of the day, I'm really looking to help you find the right home for you and your family is in my mind what I thought. So I put the focus on the customer instead of myself, because when you're afraid of a no, then really what's happening is you're really me focused and not the customer focused. Mm -hmm. And when they say no, then that just means, okay, well, that's fine. They're not, they're not my client or my customer. And that's okay. Just like we, had some times where we didn't want to build for certain people and would say, you know what, we don't really think we're the builder for you. And so it works both ways. And so, you know, I would just really put the focus on trying to really serve a need and help people find the best home for them. And I was always really quick too to tell them where they might be able to go in the area that did fit their needs. Yeah. And so, um, and at the end of the day, it's really, that was really about customer service. But also I would say to your, to, um, one of the things that happened is when they said no, I would take it horribly. I mean, like devastated. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I was able to shift my mind mindset within about 45 days and I, of seeing that this was not healthy. It was not good for me. I was devastated when I didn't get the sale. It didn't matter how many I did get. I was still devastated. I mean, devastated devastated. And so I worked within about 30 to 45 days, was able to shift my mindset to where if I didn't get the sale, it wasn't even a speed bump in my day. Mm -hmm. I didn't celebrate it, but I also knew that, hey, you know, I'm going to be getting three out of the 10 people. So this is one of the seven out of the 10. And I'm just closer to a yes. Put a check in that box. Yeah, I'm closer to a yes. Mm -hmm. So I would almost be like, yeah, I'm closer to a yes now. (laughs) And so that helped me, you know, tremendously. And that was the beginning of me being able to sell 100 homes in a year. I mean, it absolutely works. And so, um, but because you can't have that much unproductive time when you don't get the deal. Yeah. So how do you know, like, okay, so, you know, the business term would be closing ratio. So how did you track, like, if if somebody called my salon or spa um, and they did or did not book an appointment, or if I went to a networking thing and then I followed up with somebody and they did or did not book an appointment, how could you track how many no's versus yeses you get. Yeah, so what we did was um, with new home construction, we had everybody register when they came in and said how they found out about us and all that kind of stuff. And so um, so that was a warm body through the door. Mm-hmm. And of course you have A prospects, B prospects, and C prospects, A being ready, willing, and able to, to buy a new home today. Uh, B probably being um, ready and willing, but not able. Um, meaning that they probably have a home that they have on the market, but it hasn't closed yet. And C is they're probably willing, but uh, they're not ready and they're not able is usually how it works. And so so what happens is um, those registrations in themselves. So if I had seven traffic units for the week, then, uh, or 12 or whatever, you know, I could count those and I had them, you know, listed by day. And I also had them as whether or not they were new traffic or if they were a B-back, mm-hmm. which is when they came back, we call them a B-back. And so, um, and so, you know, and then also you, you tracked if they were an A, B or in a C. And so if you have people that come in and I would think for a hairdresser or someone like that, they might want to really track B-backs mm-hmm. and see, okay, cause it's, you know, you've got your customer acquisition, but what about as far as how, who's coming back? So you've gotten them in, they've come in, they've gotten their hair done once or highlighted, whatever it is, the service is, and did, have they come back? Yeah. And so, because that's where your success rate is going to yeah. be. Well, and if I could just throw in there too, the thing that drives me crazy is when I call a business for the first time and, and the, fir- the person at the front desk doesn't say, 
how did you hear about us? Yeah. Or, you know, is, is this your first time being with us? Or there's no tracking method at all. So whether that's an Excel spreadsheet or you write it in a book in a three-ring binder every day, tracking who's coming in, who's who's been back or be back or, or whatever that is, that's super important. So, Yeah, and I even do that, too, with... Um, um, you know, when people like for a referral, you want to know that if somebody referred you so that you can then send them a thank you card and maybe a $5, you know, coffee card or something. And so um, you want to make sure that you know who's out there um, recommending you. And then uh, people also, you always, when it comes to referrals, you always want to reward mm-hmm. the behavior. Mm-hmm. And so when someone refers you, you want to reward that behavior. Whether or not you got the client is beside the point. You still want to reward the behavior. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Okay, <laughs> okay so uh, I told you all we might be here all day. I'm kidding. So so fast tip. What, what? So that was fast tip number one, which is correct your mindset. So okay. we're going to move a little bit faster. And so Yeah, so bombshells, a couple things. So first of all, um, I will definitely link in the show notes to um, Michelle's book, 55 Fast Tips. Um, to jumpstart your real estate business because, again, you can pull out the tips and apply them to any business. So I'm going to put that in the show notes, and then I'll also put um, the fast tips that we covered today just as a reference. Yeah, and we've probably sold that book to as many people not in real estate as those that are in real estate because it is such a great book and that's in it because it does apply to really almost any business. So, okay. So 55 fast tips, Amber's asked for seven top tips. So the second one would be set your goals and commit them to writing. They kind of go hand in hand. You've got to set your goals. You've got to know where you're going. When you get in the car, you know where you're going, right? And so, and then you also have to write them down. When I look back and sold a hundred homes, was top national salesperson for a home builder out of six states. One of the biggest things that I, um, attribute my success to is I always knew where I was. I knew what the company's goals were for me for that month and for that quarter and for that year. And then I knew where I where my goals were, which were always higher, of course, than what the company had for me. And then I always knew exactly where I was. And so I knew what home site I had sold on what date that month. And I had my own little personal homemade tracking sheet that I could even look and tell you what floor plan and what front elevation I sold and how much the contract price was and all of that. I could tell you if it was what we called a non-contingent or a straight versus a contingent contract. And so I knew absolutely where I was. And because you got to know, like, are you meeting your goals and where are you and all that kind of stuff. So I always knew. And even on my day off, I had my file folder with me. I had a little binder. And I'm sure you wouldn't be surprised to hear this, Amber. But <laughs> but it was, you know, my system. And I got to know where I was, you know, with my goals. And so that was really, my goals were written down. I had a business plan every quarter that I turned in with a, a budget. So if I wanted to take a cake with an inventory home that was completed with a photo on top of the cake because that technology had just come out back then. And so, you know, uh, and I knew exactly how many forks I would need and how many, you know, and I had the little cake cutter and I knew how much all that stuff cost and it was in my budget. And I would tell, you know, my boss how ma- and turn in with a budget how many of those I wanted to do and what days and all that kind of stuff and which offices, which real estate offices to market the inventory. And so, um, you know, you got to know your numbers, but you got to first know your goals. And so Otherwise, you've got to write them down. You, if you don't know what your goals are and you don't know what your um, what your closing ratio is, then you're basically just 
aimless. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah exactly. Because you got to know how many people you need in the front door mm-hmm. in order to be able to make your goals. And so, uh, like you said, or that's a perfect term, aimlessly kind of working the day. And it's kind of like, um, you know, throwing a dart at the board and you just kind of close your eyes and hope it hits something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you know that you, if and I am not a mathematician, I have multiple communication degrees. I just said in a volunteer email today, I'm like, y'all don't want me counting money for a fun run, but an event now, I can handle that. So, um, so let's just say that you want to close 10 sales for the week. So 10 sales and you know that, um, every, we're going to say two that you close. I'm going to try to keep round numbers here. So you want 10 sales, you know, you close two out of 10 prospects. So you need 20 people coming in the door during the week, right? And let's say you're only open Monday through Friday, you're closed on the weekends, or maybe you're, you're a hair salon and you're closed on Sundays and Mondays. So you're only open five days a week. And so you know that you need at least two prospects in the door every day on average. And so, um, and if you, and, and the other thing too to keep in mind is the reason why you need to know those numbers is because something's wrong, you need to be able to fix it. But how do you know something's wrong? So if, let's say you get the 20 people in the front door. Well, then generating the traffic isn't the issue. Is it generating the right traffic or is it closing? Mm-hmm. Maybe you have someone at the front desk that isn't a great, um, you know, there's all different kinds of P, what we call seven P's of sales and marketing. So there's presentation. It can be your price, it can be your product, it can be your promotion. There are tons of different things. And so then you can start looking at, do I have the right people at the front desk? Mm -hmm. Um, Have they had the right training? You know, there's a lot that goes into that. And so, um, or is it promotion? Promotion meaning maybe you're not getting the 20 people in the front door that you need. So, um, so you got to know that you got to be able to see, Hey, have I got the 20 people coming in? And then you're able to go, okay, well, promotion's working because I've got the 20 people coming in. So let's mark that off the list and let's look at everything else. Yeah. And so, and so then where can, in the process is it broken? You could be a lot more strategic yes. instead of just got to be strategic throwing because, stuff out there and yeah, hoping yeah. for the best. Yeah, the hope plan doesn't always it just doesn't work. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I always say what gets measured gets done. Yeah, and what what gets measured is also something that you can share with your team. So whether I mean, if you're a solopreneur or if you're an agent and maybe you don't have an assistant or anything. Um, you know, then that's good data for you. But if you have a team of people who are helping you in your business, that's important data for them too, because they want to feel like they're winning. And so if they're wandering around aimlessly and y'all aren't hitting your sales goals, they're feeling that crunch too. Yeah. As the leader, you have to cast the vision and you have to also kind of uh, let everybody know what's working and what's not working. So they're not aimlessly uh, wandering around too, not knowing what's working and what's not working. And then also you don't want to set them up for for goals that they can't even meet because they haven't been trained appropriately. And so sometimes by secret shopping, um, your staff, that may be something that you might want to look into because you can have someone come in and you can secret shop them and see if, um, you know, if they're impl- implementing the training that you've given them. Yeah. And, or if somebody maybe needs to be, uh, maybe retrained or trained more or something got missed and that will come up in a secret shop. Yeah. Like a big, a big thing that I see over and over again is, um, not booking the next service when checking out. Yeah. So if, if your front desk person is like, okay, have a nice day. And there you have a loyal customer who typically comes in every two to three weeks, every four weeks, every six to eight weeks or whatever for their hair or a massage or whatever. And you miss that opportunity 
you've missed a sale. And that's an area where you can see where that breakdown yeah. is by tracking. Well, yeah, because, you know, dentist offices do that. Oh, they absolutely. go As you're getting ready to leave, they go, okay, in six months. And so, you know, they put it down on the little card for you. And like everything. it's not even an option. It's like, yeah. here we're, we're putting it down. You can call and cancel, but we're getting this down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you want to be as dedicated as a dentist. Yeah, so, so good point. Great point, actually. All right, so we're talking about seven different fast tips that I was thinking that every bombshell needs to know. So the third one would be fast tip number nine, which is create a lead management system. So here's the deal, or at least just a database. Um, I can't tell you how many businesses who have been in business for years. I'm going to give you an example. I went to uh, work for a home builder that was a locally owned home builder in town as vice president of sales and marketing. They had been in business for over 20 years. And I remember showing up and I was like, okay, so where's the database? And they were like, database, what do you mean? Of course, you know, we had had this market crash and your, their sales were down horribly. And I mean, it was really bad. And uh, I'm thinking, okay. And I said, okay, you have 22, almost 23 years of business at this point, And you don't have a single phone number, a single first name, last name, email address. Like, are you kidding me? So what happens is you either are proactive or reactive when it comes to your business and its marketing and, uh, and trying to drum up business. Remember, you've got to promote. And so who are you going to promote to? Are you just going to keep running expensive ma- uh, newspaper um, ads that mm-hmm. nowadays don't really even se- seem to work because people aren't buying the, the newspapers nowadays uh, much. And so so many newspapers are going out of business these days. But And so what happens is even if you're doing an incentive or promotion, who are you going to tell? Who's going to know about it? Because nobody knows because you don't even have a database. And so you've got to have a database so that you can proactively, and it's all about you want to proactively communicate um, things that are of value, um, and you want to be able to have that mind share. And so it's all about creating a, a, an experience where when someone says to your client, well, who do you use to get your hair done? They'll go out of their way to promote you and recommend you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but what happens is when someone goes out to look for a home, they might not even think of who they had built their home with because they haven't even heard from them. I'm a, I can't tell you, Amber, how many, how many times I've heard people say, I close on my home four and a half years ago and I never heard from the realtor since. Yeah. And so that's crazy. And I've always, <laughs> I've always said that, you know, in, in the internet marketing world, um, I've, I've told people who are people like me who might podcast or speak or be a consultant, um, you know, you really need to take your tips from real estate agents because they have been doing this a long time. Like they used to send the paper newsletters and the mail. Some still do. But once email came out, they're like, can I add you to my database? They ask everybody. I mean, they could talk to somebody in line at the store and be like, oh, well, I'm an agent. Look, could it, would it be okay if I stayed in touch with you via email? You don't want to say, by the way, can I add you to my database? That, that's like about as cold as it gets. But you can ask somebody if you could stay in touch with them and let them know, you know, things about your industry or whatever. So when somebody's thinking, um, you know, they just bought a house, so they're probably not going to buy a house for another 5, 10, 15 years. But how many people do they know in their life that do yeah. have plans to buy a house? Yeah, and so what I did was created monthly maintenance lists and so for your home. So no matter how old your home was, you, you know, everybody has kind of the same things they need to do every certain time of the year or whatever. So, for example, in the fall, if you're on a crawl space, you need to close your crawl space vents. And in the spring, you need to open them. And so that's on the maintenance list. And so it doesn't matter how old your home is. You still need to do that. I'm writing that, Michelle. (laughs) Have we opened our crawl spaces? (laughs) And so 
those are kind, that's just one of many examples. But so I would say, not can I add you to my database? I'd say, hey, would you like high value, you know, right. things for your home, blah, blah, blah. And so that, you know, help you know what to do maintaining your home every month. I'd love to send those to you at no charge, you know, that kind of thing, or for free. And so anyways, but it's just high value. And then anytime anything else was going on, I could always email them that as well. And so, um, but yeah, it's a high value, but you want to sell what the value is. You want to sell why. You want to sell the reason. And that's actually number, leads me to the next one, which is fast tip number 10 in selling simplified, which is our fourth one we're covering today. And that is create a touch plan. Now, a lot of times when I coach realtors, I'll ask them, so do you have a database? Most of the time they don't. But if they do, I go, great. Okay. So you have a database. Oh, interesting. This is good stuff. Okay. And I think, man, they're just walking into the lion's den. And I'll go, so... When's the last time you've communicated with your database? <laughs> because that's the trick question. They might have a database, but do they send emails to the database? And 99.9% of the time, the answer is no. And so, and if it is, then if they are doing it, most of the time they're doing it wrong. And so, and just like I had a lady one time that she did call her, I say, okay, good. So you do send things out. Do you call your database? Because quarterly you need to, or you know, however many times a year you want to do it, maybe it's once every six months, you need to be able to also call them and she said one of her um, issues right now with her business at that time was that she wasn't getting referrals. And so I asked her, I said, well, when you call your database, are you asking for referrals? And she said, no. And so that's where I found the hole. And so I was like, okay, well, let's role play that. And so what does that look like? And so, you know, that one of the things is once you get the database, you got to then um, do a touch plan and think about, okay, what am I going to do? So no matter what business you have, you can do a type of a, uh, of, um, a touch plan. So if you're a hairdresser, maybe it's another new hot color that people are doing or a new trendy haircut. You can send photos and say, hey, we're doing this or show us, uh, send a photo of you with the before and after of someone that's had a drastic haircut and maybe given their locks for you know, the wigs and stuff for children who have cancer and, you know, share that person's story. I mean, there's a ton of feel good, feel great kind of things without saying, hey, call us today to book your appointment. Like Mm -hmm. out of 10 emails, one should be more direct like that. The other nine need to be give, give, give. And so, um, and is typically what I do. So that's kind of my, my mix. Kim Bush at Asante Masters Salon does a great job of this. She'll, um, she'll go to like a, a convention or some type of a training thing. And then she'll come back and she'll do a video of her actually teaching that, um, that method or showing, um, how it could be used for, you know, some, like maybe if you don't want to go all the way over the edge with purple, maybe you could add like a little purple, you know, that was such a trend yes. there for a minute. You could add like a little bit into your hair and she did a great job of just being available um, what type of round brush should you use when you're blowing out your hair? I mean, like I was eating that stuff up and yeah. you know, she's, that's, that was her way of connecting with her, her, um, database. I even hate to call it that because I don't want y'all to think about a bunch of emails. I want you to think about a bunch of humans and Michelle's such a high touch human person, a relationship person. And so I want you to definitely walk away with, um, with that visual. Yeah. And so, okay, so we're talking about seven things that are fast tips out of selling simplified that could really uh, help bombshells. And so the next one, the fifth one on the list is follow up. So many people don't follow up. And I've I've read some national statistics or a study, it wasn't national, but it was a a national study. And um, the statistics showed, and I forget the exact uh, percentages, but it was extremely high. I want to say like 80% uh, or somewhere around there of sales are made with the fifth 
follow-up. And so I remember one time selling to a couple, they were both doctors from Russia, and I remember selling them the highest margin home for the year and um, for a builder in the Nashville area. And we were almost at 30%, which is extremely high. But they were both waiting for their visas and um, their work visas, and they both got those while the home was under construction and very smart people. And they said, you know, we just think Americans are very lazy. And I remember calling them to follow up, and it was a Thursday night at 6. And uh, she sounded surprised, and I said, well, I, I said I'd call you, you know, at 6, and it's Thursday night. And she goes, oh, yeah, we just didn't think you would do it. And she said, you know, um, we think Americans are lazy. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Not and so, me. <laughs> so I, and then it turned out that by following up with her, she said, well, we didn't like any of the home sites. And I said, oh, well, that's that's great. I've got this fantastic, fabulous home site, um, the whole new section that just opened up. And I've got a home site in mind. I can't wait to show you. Can you come out Saturday? I booked the appointment. They came out and they bought the highest back then. It was like a I want to say it was like a $10,000 or $12,000 home site premium, and which was unheard of back then. And uh, so that's how it became the highest margin. They bought the most expensive front elevation for the home. They bought our high margin elevation or high margin floor plan anyways, Put plus putting all the options. They did just all the right things. And then it ended up being almost a 30% margin. So I say that's a pretty good day, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so follow up. You never know why people, you know, have ruled you out that you might be able to fix things. And don't think you're being a nag. Think about how busy you are in your life. The people who get my business are the people who hunt me down because I'm flying. I'm a mom. I'm a Gigi. I'm a podcaster. I've got a jillion things going on in my business. I'm mm-hmm. hanging out with Michelle all the time and all <laughs> my friends. Like, Follow up with me and you're going to get my business. If you don't follow up with me, it's not likely I'm going to do anything. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so talking about the fast tips that every bombshell needs to know, number six would be out of the book is number 17. It's fast tip number 17. And it's commit to good education. I always like to say you can't, you never outgrow good education. And leaders are learners. So if you're a leader of a company, if you've got, if you're a small business owner, you're a leader. And so you got to start making sure that you're learning and staying up on how to do everything, and also teaching your team as well. And then number seven would be be balanced. Um, I learned the hard way. I've got crazy stories about. Obviously, you sell a hundred homes in a year. I would literally work until one or two in the morning and be back up by seven in the morning and just, you know, selling two and three homes a day and just crazy things. And so um, I uh, skipped out on birthday parties of friends, of family, all different kinds of relationships hurt, my marriage suffered, everything. And so uh, the success is not worth it if you don't have balance. Yeah. So that's my, that's experience talking right there, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to put an amen on that. <laughs> so I, we're going to go over just, just a few minutes. Um, thank you for those amazing uh, fast tips. And that was fast, y'all. We got seven in and under 30 minutes plus us chatting. So um, that's the kind of value that you get from Michelle. And let me tell you, I do know that I do. I, I mean, I have real estate agents who listen. Um, and, and so here's where we're going to talk about um, knowing who your customer is and not being afraid of no. If you're a real estate agent and you want to know how to grow your real estate business, you need to not call me you need to call Michelle Moore because she is an expert in what it is that you're doing and she knows how to brand and sell you as a real estate agent specifically. So Real Estate Coaching Simplified is her program. Um, she does one-on-one work as well. But I want to back up just a little bit before I let you talk a little bit about that. Um, one of the things that um, women tell me a lot is I don't I hate selling because I just feel so sleazy. Can you speak to that 
Yes, specifically. absolutely. So I'm so glad you asked me this because I actually meant to say something about it earlier. Um, so it's so funny. Uh, okay, so here was my mind shift when it came to selling, okay? Now, when I was younger, I was a top Girl Scout cookie salesman in all of Montgomery County. <laughs> this does not surprise me. <laughs> and I mean, I hustled some Girl Scout cookies, y'all. But I, first of all, believed in what I was doing and selling because I knew my cookies were good, y'all. It was just a fact. And then the second <laughs> thing is, the second thing is... Um, you know, people need some good cookies. And at the end of the day, people need their hair done. At the end of the day, people need their teeth done. And if you believe in what you're doing, then you go out there and you sell it. You got to communicate it. No one is going to be more excited or enthused as, uh, which this is actually in the book as well and selling simplified, but no one's going to be more enthusiastic about what you're doing than you. I remember people would look at me sometimes and say, wow, you really, you really like these homes. <laughs> I'd be like, well, yeah, we build a quality product and you know, and I mean, I could just tell you a whole list of reasons why I knew I was I was selling a great product. So you got to believe in it, but then you also got to be enthusiastic and excited about it because no one's going to get more excited about what you're doing than you. That's right. And yeah. oh, and then the, the shift was the the mind shift for me. And this is really answering your question was that I had to look at it like they need me. And that's also a mind shift for follow-up, by the way, is look, these people don't buy or sell a home every day. These people, you know, I know I could do really good with her hair. She says she's got natural curly hair and, you know, I can cut natural curly hair perfect. So I just know I could really do a good job for her. You know, whatever it might be, you've just got to really, um, you know, sometimes it's that squeaky wheel that gets the oil. Follow up and communicate that. Um, you know, and so that, that's just, uh, my big mind shift. A lot of times realtors don't want to follow up because they're afraid of that no or that rejection. And so one of the things I coach and teach all the time with realtors that really are big aha mind shifter moments for people, um, is, uh, when I say, you know, you've got to believe and you've got to remember that they don't buy or sell a home every day and they need you. They need you. And so that's huge. Well, and I'm not nearly as nice as as Michelle. So what I, you know, my thought is if if not you who, and the way I look at it when I'm doing, you know, branding with clients or rebranding company culture that sort of thing is you can hire me or I can be scared to ask you for the business or afraid of a no and then you're going to go hire an idiot. <laughs> and an idiot who has no experience, who's going to re- lead you down the wrong path, who's going to cost you more money, who's going to cost you angst and you're not going to get the brand or the culture experience that you want. So I'm going to tell you that I'm your girl, and if you don't want to pay me for that, then I'm okay with that because somebody else will, and I'll just move on to the next person. So that's the less nice way of saying that. Yeah, there's also <laughs> another thing about closing for the deal and the, or for the sale, and the reason is you've got to you've got to ask. Um, people don't want to people don't want to be sold; they want to buy, and so you have to lead them. And I'm getting into really deep sales stuff here, but one of the things is um, you've got to you've got to remember that you've got to lead them, and then if you led them through every part of the process, then it's just a natural progression that they say yes. Mm -hmm. If you don't close for the deal, then what you've done is taken them all the way to that point. And then when they go to the next place, they're going to buy there because they're ready to buy. They're primed and ready. And so they've already been through the sale. Oh, and so, so good. So you've got to close the deal. You're doing them an injustice. Don't do marketing for other people. Do it for yourself. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about two things. One, I know you have a special gift for our listeners. So let's talk about that. And then I also want to hear specifically about Real Estate Coaching Simplified and how people can find out more about that. Okay. So special gift is the 35 reasons to follow up with a client. So many people go, well, I don't know why to follow up. And it doesn't matter what business you're in. You can get this 30, this 
this list of 35 reasons to follow up because that way, even if um, so, uh, one of the tips or one of the reasons is specific to real estate, I'm sure it will give you some kind of an idea as to how to ap- implement that or apply it to your business. So Perfect. Okay. And so you can find that in the show notes. If you'll go to amberherlel.com forward slash podcasts with an S, and then you just look for Michelle Moore's episode, um, then you can download it directly from there. Okay. So tell me about this real estate coaching simplified program. Yes, yeah, so Real Estate Coaching Simplified is coming out. We're actually putting the finishing touches up on it. We're mm-hmm. excited. So, you know, we did the book and now it's time to do the coaching program. So the book was really about what to do and a little bit of why. And then the coaching program is how to do it, how to implement it. Um, really with the book, it was the beginning of the four stages of learning, which is taking you from unconscious incompetent to conscious incompetent, which is where you go from, I have never, heard, you know, I don't even know what I don't know to, oh my gosh, I've never heard of personality type. And Mm -hmm. I need to know more about that. Or, oh, there's actually a system to closing, like there's steps to closing a sale. Gee, I don't know that. I need to find out more about how to close a deal. So it's stuff like that. And so it was the the goal for Selling Simplified was uh, when I wrote the book was to take you from unconscious incompetent to conscious incompetent. And then the next step is to teach you those things, which then you're conscious uh, competent. And then the ultimate stage, which is where you really, it's almost like second nature. So it's conscious. It's unconscious competent. And unconscious competent is where you're just doing it and people go, man, you're just like a natural born salesperson. Yeah. You're just doing it, you know? And so um, so it's become like second nature to you. It comes natural, comes you're across that way. Yeah. And they think you were just born, came out of the womb selling hair <laughs> products. I so. love it. So you can find out more about that at realestatecoachingsimplified.com. You can email Michelle at michelle at realestatecoachingsimplified.com or you can call her because she's in real estate, y'all. So y'all all answer your phones all the time. I know because my, my husband's one. 615-977-7193. So I'm going to say that one more time. 615-977-7193. She also does um, local events. Um, she is, you are, tell me, it's the real estate Commission. Oh, so the Real Estate Commission, I'm an, ins- I'm an instructor with the Real Estate Commission now. And so we do a jumpstart your real estate business for two CE credits. CE credits, y'all. Now, if you're in real estate, I know you're frothing up the math over that one. So <laughs> let me tell you, we're, we are going to wrap up this episode, but I'm actually going to have Michelle to come back on because we're going to talk about purpose because there's a whole, she is a, I mean, just a rabid dog when it comes to sales and real estate. I've been in the car when she's talking to builders and customers and stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she just so gets it and she knows her stuff. But there's this whole other side of Michelle that I want you to know about too that's a little more inspirational and a little more um, applicable, I guess, to every single person, no matter who you are, what you do. And um, it's definitely a place where we connect. So thank you, Michelle, for being on the Bombshell Business Podcast. Uh, It's Bombshell Michelle. I'm sorry. (laughs) Bombshell Michelle, the queen of real estate coaching (laughs) simplified. So. Everybody go to amberhurdle.com forward slash podcast for the show notes. Be sure to leave a rating and review, preferably a five stars if you loved it. But if you didn't, that's okay because I've got thick skin and I can take it. And I will catch you on the next episode. Have a great week, Bombshells. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit amberhurdle.com for more resources and be sure to tune in again. Cheers to you, Bombshell. Bombshell.